Sex and Money with Jess is a podcast dedicated to helping you deepen your relationship with yourself and others when it comes to sex and money. I'm your host, Jess, and my mission is to give you the tools to step outside of your comfort zone and into your empowered self. Here, I encourage you to let go of shame and societal pressures and reimagine your future the way you want it. If you're ready to gain more confidence, feel sexier, and become more secure in your finances, I invite you to put on your favorite outfit, pull out your bank statements, and let's get started. Hey, I hope today is going well and that the week ahead brings you so much fun and joy and beautiful things. Today, we're going to focus on ignoring your finances, why you might be doing it, ways you can stop doing it, and why it's important to not ignore your finances. Oftentimes, we can think, if I just stop looking at it, or if I pretend it doesn't exist, that it'll go away, or it'll fix itself, or that eventually I will do something to make it better. And while it's easy to do that, and while it's easy to hope and wish for change to come easy, to come naturally, that isn't always the case. At the end of the day, you can ignore the reality in front of you, but you can't ignore the consequences of ignoring that reality. So at some point, you ignoring your finances is going to continue setting you back. It's going to continue to hold you back from reaching your goals your desires. And we don't want that. (laughs) I mean, honestly, sit and ask yourself, do I want to continue to stay in this state of mind of hiding, of fear, of not making the progress and not continuing the steps of creating the, the future that you desire, whether or not that's from a financial perspective or creating a foundation of solid finances to get your big dreams out there into the world. Owning a house, traveling the world, having children, paying for your children's college so that they don't have to take out student loans. There are so many things that getting clear and focusing on your finances can do when you decide to stop ignoring them. It's easy to walk around and think my card hasn't declined or I haven't had collectors coming after me. So things can't be that bad. But here's the truth. We don't want them to get bad. And also, even if you're not in a bad situation at all, I mean, say you have a good understanding of your finances, without sitting down and being honest with yourself, 
about why you don't look at them and you don't become intimate with them, you're never going to fully understand how to leverage your finances fully and where to go with your finances. So what are some reasons that you could be ignoring your finances? Maybe maybe you don't understand. As a society, we don't place a lot of emphasis on teaching from a young age what money means, how to grow your money, how to save your money, how to utilize your money to its fullest potential. You might hear things that money is evil or or you might have seen people in your life struggle with money and therefore they passed on to you those same struggles. I remember when I was in high school, I took an economics class and we had to put together budget proposals um, for going to college, for buying a house, for getting married, the quote unquote stereotypical path in life. And it was fun, but I don't remember conversations surrounding how to save up for those events. What happens when the college and university that you want to go to are thirty to $40,000 a year or more? <laughs> I know prices of university has skyrocketed, but you have to take out student loans or you have to find a path to community college and then transfer. But even still, you're still paying the tens of thousands of dollars when you transfer to a four-year college. What do interest rates mean on those loans? What allows you to defer those those student loans? Can you change your payment options on student loans? Those types of things aren't taught to us. And so then when we're young, 18 years old, we don't feel young. We feel like we're on top of the world. But when we're 18 years old, 17, 18, and we're on the precipice of choosing the next path for our life after high school, we say, I have to go take out student loans because I don't have money. My family doesn't have money. So I'm signing this contract that I'm going to pay back X amount of dollars, but I don't understand anything about it. I don't understand what the interest rate is that I just signed for, fixed or variable. What does all of that mean? There's the lack of knowledge given to us at a young age that can hold us back, that can hold us back from truly understanding our finances. Student loans is just an example, but knowing even a fraction of what is an interest rate on a savings account or what is the difference between a savings and a checking account? How much money can I put into my savings account? What is the amount of money that I can put into a bank account that is going to be covered by the FDIC? There is so little emphasis taught on teaching us financial success, financial prosperity, that we don't step into adulthood really knowing what to do next. Another reason that you might be ignoring your finances is you think, I have time. 
I'm 35 years old right now and I have 30 or so more years before I retire. Do I have time to fix things and figure things out? Absolutely. But also, if I start now, I can make an even bigger impact by the time that I retire than if I continue to wait. It's so easy. And guys, trust me, I do this with myself. I tell myself I'm going to start tomorrow. Life gets in the way. Life continues to move forward. And it's so easy to say to yourself, I'm going to start tomorrow. I'm going to start once I get my bank statements at the end of the month. I'm going to start at the end of Q1. It's so easy to tell ourselves that we're going to start when. But there is no better time than to start now, today. And I'm not saying stop everything you're doing and sit down in front of a computer and print out all of your bank statements and go through and tick and tie everything out. Look at your bank account. When was the last time you logged into your bank account to see the dollar amount in your checkings and in your savings? That's a great place to start now. Familiarize yourself with that number because you might have a number in your head. Oh, I'm in the ballpark of $100 in my checking account. I'm in the ballpark of a couple thousand in my savings. And then you log in and it's a completely different number. Look now. And then tomorrow, maybe you print out your bank statements or you write down a goal, a small goal that you want to achieve by the end of the month. Sure, you might have a few decades before things are really going to matter and be important. And so it's easy easy to think, I'll just look at it later. But if you know anything about compounding, the actions we do today trickle over to tomorrow. And the compound effect means that it's going to double and continue to double and so on and so forth until it grows on its own. We do the same thing with habits. If we continue to do the same habit day in and day out, eventually it becomes second nature to us, and we just do it without conscious thought. The same thing happens to your finances. When you put your money into a high-yield savings account, you're going to accumulate that interest, and then that interest is going to accumulate more interest. And it's going to do it by itself. Hey, if you're enjoying the show and are looking to go deeper in a way that is more personalized to you, visit lovealwaysjust.com forward slash get started to discover more ways to work with me. I understand that there is no one size fits all approach to sex and money. So let's get to discovering your own goals and building the path to lead you there. That's lovealwaysjess.com forward slash get started. Okay, back to the show. So 
act now. And again, it can be a small step. It doesn't have to be anything big today. And tomorrow, do another small step. And then find time this weekend to sit down and actually look at your finances. Another reason you might ignore your finances is there's a fear of knowing where you currently sit. Maybe you have a lot of student loan debt or credit card debt or medical debt. Maybe, like from the last example, you haven't really looked at what is currently inside of your bank account. And so you're living day to day fearing that your card might decline at the grocery store or when you go and get your daily Starbucks. Is today going to be the day that my card declines? And you guys, I've been there. I've had my card decline. But because I knew where my finances were at that moment, I didn't panic. I was shocked. (laughs) But I didn't panic because I knew the reason for the decline had nothing to do with me. Something else was happening in the background. And fortunately, I had another method of payment as an option. And then I was able to go into the bank the next day, because I think it was on a weekend, and talk to them. And sure enough, it was an issue on the bank side. I've also, my mom was the co-signer or co-whatever person on my bank account. And she received a debit card for my bank account. And she also received a debit card for her bank account. She was accidentally using the debit card for my bank account. And I started receiving notices from the bank of all these overdraft fees. And I was like, what? I haven't used my card. (laughs) And it turned out my mom had been using her card corresponding to my bank account, assuming that she was using the card corresponding to her bank account. We went in and talked to the bank. They cleared everything up. They reversed all the overdraft fees because we went and talked to them. But it can be scary when you start to get those overdraft fees or when your card declines or when you have collections chasing after you. I've had credit cards calling me because I forgot to make a payment one month. It's scary. It does happen. We're all human, but we own up to our mistakes and we learn how to make something different, make a different choice. So instead of living in fear of, is my card going to decline? Or the fear of truly knowing what your financial standing is. It's beneficial to know where your numbers are at. Because not only can you fix something when it happens, and not only can you recognize to yourself in the moment, hey, I know I have the money in my bank account, but something else is going on. So let me call and talk to them. You also have the opportunity with a lot of corporations to ask for forgiveness, to ask them to reverse a penalty fee. So when you are intimate and understanding and knowing 
of where your finances stand, you can hold a lot of power and make a lot of beneficial decisions towards your future, towards your goals. And I get it. I graduated college with over $100,000 in student loan debt. It's scary. I started my first job making $50,000 a year and more than one paycheck went to the different student loans. It was scary. I didn't want to look at it, but I also told myself that I need to look at it and not be afraid of it because that opens the doors to finding options to make things better. If I know where I'm at, then I have the power to make the change that I want, the change that'll benefit me long-term. So process that fear and take small baby steps to overcome it. Another reason that you might be ignoring your finances is because you're not tracking them. Tracking your finances was the first thing my parents taught me when I started working, when I opened my first bank account. When I returned home from the bank, my mom pulled up a computer, popped open an Excel spreadsheet, and created a three-column spreadsheet. Date, description, amount. And she said, everything that you do with your money, track it here. It was simple, but it was beneficial. And that simple Excel spreadsheet I used through college. I shared it with friends. And what it allowed me to do was it allowed me to see in real time the dollar amount that I had to spend. You can open your bank account and you can see where you're at, but perhaps you wrote a check and the check hadn't cleared. So it's not going to show in your bank account. But if you have a tracker, then you can see, I'm still waiting for this check to clear. I've The money in, in a way has gone out. And so you might be ignoring your finances because you don't have a full picture of where your money sits. And I know I've kind of mentioned that throughout the other parts of this podcast episode, but it does lead to a sense of uncertainty within our bodies when we don't know where our finances are. And it's scary because it's scary because we don't know what is going to happen. Will our card decline? Will we get an overdraft fee? Will I forget about a payment that I have to make? We've all been there. We've all done it. It's human. (laughs) It's error. We're not meant to be perfect. We're not meant to go through this world being on top of everything at every single moment. And that, that perfectionism, that idea that I have to be doing it right can freeze you. And it can, it can make you want to just ignore and 
push everything away and say, I'm not dealing with you today. <laughs> you stay over there. I I get it. We want to we want to have everything figured out, have all of the knowledge in our heads of what to do, all of the answers at the tip of our tongue, in our fingertips, in front of us, before we sit down and we look at our finances. I am that type of person. <laughs> I want to have all the knowledge before I look at something. In human design, I'm a 1-3 manifester. The 1 and 3, educational and investigative. I don't remember if it's educational, but either way, what it means is I want to learn everything and dig into everything before I make a decision. And that can paralyze us. It can paralyze us and keep us from starting. Today, I want you to take a small baby step to opening your eyes, opening your mind up to where your finances currently stand. All I'm asking you to do is log in to each of your financial accounts and look at the number. Don't do anything else today. Look at the numbers, feel the emotions that come up with those numbers, and then let it go for a day. And then tomorrow, look at it again. Spend every day of the rest of this week just looking at the numbers. And if you have time this weekend, Sit down and look at it deeper. Look at the different transactions. If you have a student loan, look at the interest rate. How many payments are left? Look at the information. Familiarize yourself with that. And then from there, start asking the questions. Do I understand this? Am I afraid of this? What do I want to know more about? What do I want to change? Because when we start to make the small progressive steps towards becoming intimate with our finances, we begin to reclaim our power and we begin to say, you're not going to have control over me anymore. I'm going to, you're not going to have control over me anymore. I'm going to have control over you in a healthy, fun, joyful, prosperous manner. Stop the excuses, stop saying tomorrow, and choose one small thing to do today to break that fear up and stop ignoring. I believe in you. I believe in your capability of looking at your numbers and finding the strength and the power within yourself to make the change and build the financial foundation that you want for your future. You've got this. Believe in yourself. Believe in your capability. Believe in your ability to stop ignoring. Thank you for listening today. And I hope that you learned a small nugget to take with you into the rest of the week. Enjoy. Thank you for listening. I hope this episode left you feeling more confident in the future you are creating. I would love to hear your thoughts on the podcast, so please leave a review. 
And remember, sharing is caring. If you know somebody who could benefit from this podcast on their own personal journey, please share it with them. What I know we need more of in this world are people who are thriving in their financial and sexual lives. And if you're ready to dive in deeper, please go to lovealwaysjess.com forward slash get started to find out more ways that you can work with me. May your day and week ahead be filled with love. See you next week.